And welcome to worship at First United Methodist Church. It's a joy to see all of you gathered here this day. Uh, for those of you uh, worshiping online, we welcome you and we ask that you leave a comment so we will know who is worshiping with us. If you are worshiping in person, please take a moment and fill out the information in your pew pad and place that piece of paper in the offering plate later in the service. Advent is just around the corner. And to find out all things Advent at First United Methodist Church, I encourage you to get your weekly sheet. It has a listing of all the activities, including uh, how to order a poinsettia and brunch with Santa for the children. So mark your calendars with all these events. A lot of fun stuff is ahead. Also, just a reminder, this afternoon at 4 o'clock at Southside United Methodist is the annual charge conference. This is the church's annual business meeting with our district superintendent. Also, if you did not get a leaf from Nora, raise your hand. Nora has a leaf for you as you're coming in to worship. Everybody got a leaf? Nora, I see a few at the back. You'll need those later in worship. Okay, in the back, Nora. Thank you. Okay, let us prepare for worship with prayer. Heavenly Father, we gather with grateful hearts, thanking you for all your abundant blessings, for we are truly blessed. Thank you for your presence here with us today in this opportunity to worship. God, may we draw closer to you in this time of worship, and may our gratitude be real and continue through a life of praise. It is in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Good morning. Please stand for worship as you're able. There's honey in the rock, water in the stone, man on the ground, no matter where I go. I don't need to worry, know that I know everything I need, you got. There's honey in the rock. Praying for a miracle, thirsty for the living wealth, only you can satisfy. Now I've tasted It's not hard to see Only you can satisfy There's honey in the rock 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 Freedom where the Spirit is Thank you. 
today, I have a word of celebration for you. Uh, we've been collecting our estimate of giving cards after the recent generosity campaign, and for 2024, we have exceeded the amount estimated for 2023 already. So I thank you, church, for your generosity and your faithfulness. Please remember that if you plan to turn one in and have not done so, you can do so through the offering plate or the office. Let us prepare for uh, our morning prayer and offering. Heavenly Father, as we worship you today, we remember your goodness. We remember your mighty blessings and the bounty in our lives. We remember your presence with us as children and as adults and as we've gone through difficult times, as we've mourned and been sick and struggled. We remember your faithfulness when we were unfaithful and your grace when we went astray. God, thank you for your unwavering presence in our lives. And we ask that that presence be not only renewed in our life, but on those that we lift up to you in our heart today. Continue to bless us, bless this church, bless our community and our world, and bless the offering that we are about to receive. God, may you use it so that others may know your love and your grace. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Children, you're dismissed to Children's Church with Miss Jennifer. Thank you. 
Remember that as we move through our worship service at the end, you'll have instructions for your leaves. So you'll need to see Martha when I give instructions for your leaves. Everybody got that? Okay, very good. Thank you. So Thursday is Thanksgiving. It is a day that has been celebrated for a long time with its roots in the harvest festivals of old. Of course, in America, it became a tradition with the pilgrims traveling to this land, enduring a season of hardship, coming through that first harvest, and then having a feast with their neighbors, the Native Americans, eating local foods. Abraham Lincoln made it a national holiday, and then in 1885, Congress made it a federal holiday. And from that time, we've developed a lot of traditions, eating turkey and dressing in the South, turkey and dressing, um, and watching football, gathering with family, and uh, some of you may even put up your Christmas tree and plan for Black Friday shopping. Whatever the case, these are rich traditions and blessings to all of us. And I think it's powerful that we have this day of thanksgiving. It's important that we pause and remember God's gracious gifts in our lives. It's important that we pause and give thanks. Moses, as he was entering, leading the people toward the promised land, gave them a warning. It was important that they pause and remember because if they should forget, they would turn their back on the Lord and forget the covenant 
which they had made with him. I invite you to take your Bibles and turn to the book of Deuteronomy, verses 7 through 18. Deuteronomy 8, 7 through 18. Hear God's word. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with flowing streams, with springs and underground waters, welling up in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and figs, fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land where you may eat bread without scarcity, where you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and from whose hills you may mine copper. You shall eat your fill and bless the Lord your God for the good land that he has given you. Take care that you do not forget the Lord your God by failing to keep his commandments, his ordinances, and his statutes, which I am commanding you today. And when you have eaten your fill and built your fine houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks have multiplied and your silver and gold is multiplied and all that you have has multiplied, then do not exalt yourself, forgetting the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness, an arid wasteland with poisonous snakes and scorpions. He made water flow from the flint rock and fed you in the wilderness with manna, that your ancestors did not know to humble you and test you and in the end to do you good do not say to yourself my power and the might of my own hands has gotten me this wealth but remember the Lord your God for it is he who gives you power to get wealth so he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your ancestors as he is doing today the word of God for the people of God Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, we remember your goodness. And as we look to these words from Moses, may we recall all the many ways you've blessed us. And may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing and acceptable unto you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Now, Moses had given the people the Ten Commandments, and he had presented them with the law, and now he is issuing them a warning. They will go into the promised land, and when they get there, it will be an abundant, amazing place filled with many blessings. But in all these blessings, they should not forget God. They should not forget the source of their blessings and all that God has done for them. If you keep reading in the book of Deuteronomy, you will soon learn they quickly forgot. They made idols. They were led astray by their neighbors. They coveted. They lied. They did many things which broke their covenant with God. They forgot the relationship that their ancestors had with the Lord and were soon led astray. They forgot the message that Moses gave to them. But he clearly said, take care that you do not forget the Lord your God by failing to keep his commandments. Remember, it is the Lord who gives you wealth and prosperity. The funny thing is that as we look at this passage, 
we can imagine ourselves hearing such a warning. Such a warning might be appropriate for our society today because we've forgotten our, the source of our many blessings. Too often, we forget to pause and give thanks. We forget the goodness of God. Can you imagine that if I offered you such a warning today? Could you hear yourself? What would it mean to you? Now listen again to this passage, thinking closely, listening closely to how this might be applied to your world if such a message was given in our modern context. Take care that you do not forget the Lord your God by failing to keep his commandments. When you have eaten your fill and built fine houses and live in those houses, when what you have has multiplied, when your bank account has multiplied, when all that you have is multiplied, then do not exalt yourself for getting the Lord your God who brought you into this prosperity, who led you through horrible times, through difficulties, through trials and snares, who brought you to this place. Do not say to yourself, my power and the might of my own hand has gotten me here. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get the wealth, so that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your ancestors as he is doing today. Wow. That hits home with all of us. We can hear ourselves in that message. And maybe we aren't as thankful and grateful as we should be. Maybe we're not living with that remembrance of gratitude. But that's nothing new. That's why it's so important to have these times of thanksgiving because we need to pause and remember the source of our many blessings. We need to give credit to God. Perhaps we fail to remember because our lives are so full. Many of you are caring for others or having a difficulty caring for self. You're going through challenges in your own life. Your life is full with family and work and this responsibility and that responsibility. And in the rush of, of life, it's hard to slow down and give thanks to God. This week, I encourage you to breathe, slow down, look around you, and just take a moment, put the calendar and the to-do list aside, and thank God and remember his many blessings. Or maybe you fail to give thanks because you're distracted. This is my problem. When I have full free time, I distract myself. And there is so much in our world that we have that can distract us. From our phones, to television, to entertainment, all these things are good, but often they can crowd out our relationship with God. When we have free time, we feel it. We numb ourselves. We turn away from the Lord. This week, it's okay to have some free time. It's okay to simply pause and rest in God and have Sabbath and give thanks to God and enjoy his bountiful blessings. Maybe we fail to remember because we're focused so much on the difficulties and issues in our lives. Sociologists say 
that God made us this way so we could escape, so our ancestors could survive and escape the dangers. They focused on the negative and they worried because they were at risk by, of getting eaten by an alligator or their house washing away. So they wanted to be prepared for the dangers of life. So it served them well to look at all the bad things that could happen, to focus on the negative. But we have to sometimes put away the negative and focus on the positive. Yes, you have trials. Yes, you have difficulties. Yes, there are some unfair things that have happened to you. But in all that, God calls us, as Paul wrote in Thessalonians, to give thanks in all circumstances because that is God's will for us. So in these times of worry and doubt and struggle, look to God and see the many ways he has blessed you again and again. And perhaps it's hard for you to pause and remember because you're caught up in the comparison game. We compare ourselves with others. We don't have what so-and-so has. Or we may not have that perfect picture that they're posting on social media. We may have a dysfunctional family, or we may not have that vacation, or we may not have that job. But you know what? God is good, and your blessings are your blessings. And if you look around, you will find you have many blessings. And the story that is told by others is not the complete story. We put our best foot forward. You don't know the entire story, but you know the entire story of your blessings. And those blessings are so good. So this week, as you're coveting the things around you, remember your own blessings. Don't get caught up in the comparison game, but give thanks for your blessings. Or maybe we fail to give thanks because we're just like the people in the scripture reading for today. We look in the mirror instead of looking at God. We pat ourselves on the back and say, look what I've done. Look what I've accomplished. Look what is good in my life. And we fail to realize that God is the giver of every good and perfect gift. That's what the book of, of James says, that every good and perfect gift is from God coming down from the Father of lights. And if you looked at the scripture reading for today, it says that while you may have worked hard and you may have done and been blessed, that it's God who gives you the gifts of such things. God is the source of the blessing in our lives. So this week, rather than looking in the mirror, look to God. We are likely to find ourselves in one of these reasons why we fail to remember, or all of these reasons. We may be rushed or distracted, facing negative issues, thinking only of ourselves or comparing ourselves to others. And that's why Thanksgiving is such a gift. We get caught up in this in our day-to-day -day living and we fail to give thanks. This day that you have, this week that you have is a gift. A gift to pause and remember. To remind you of the source of blessings in your life. 
And really, the practice of gratitude is not just about what happens on Thursday. It's a spiritual discipline, one that we have to cultivate in our lives every day, just like other spiritual disciplines. And it goes hand in hand with the spiritual disciplines which we have in our lives. When you pray, give thanks to God. Or take a prayer journal or a prayer calendar and write down the reasons you have to give thanks. And when you're having a bad day, pull it out and see those many blessings. When you worship, it's an opportunity to give thanks. As we were led today by the praise band, did you not hear those words of praise and gratitude? Our prayers, our music, all that's an opportunity to give thanks. When I celebrate or officiate at Holy Communion, those words are called the Great Thanksgiving. That's our giving thanks. When we serve, it's an opportunity to give thanks. I know many of you will be serving this Thursday at the venue for the community Thanksgiving service. Some of you do it because you want to help the less fortunate. And remember the blessings in your life. Some of you uh, remember those who are alone and want to bless them and help them. And some of you love this community and give thanks for it by giving back. All of those reasons and more are reasons for service and knowing that Thanksgiving comes out of our service. When we give back to God in the church, it's Thanksgiving. All that we have is from God. And when we give a portion back to him, it is giving thanks for the blessings that we have in our lives, turning them over so others might know his love and grace. And when we witness, is that not gratitude? Christ uses our words, and we speak of the goodness of God and of his work in our lives. So you see, spiritual disciplines connect with our gratitude and from our gratitude spiritual disciplines come giving thanks leads to a life of faithfulness in the Lord in the Gospels we read about a woman with an alabaster jar Jesus was in the house of one of the Pharisees and he was eating and a woman came up, and she started to weep. And she weeped on his feet, and she dried her tears with her hair. And then she began to anoint him. Well, this woman had quite a scandalous reputation. And the religious leaders were outraged that Jesus would even have anything to do with this scandalous woman. She was a woman, and she had a bad reputation. If Jesus were a prophet, he would have known who she was and what she was about. And to this outrage, Jesus responded, She's been forgiven much, and out of that forgiveness and grace, she offers much. Out of gratitude, she lived in extravagant discipleship. Out of our gratitude, we are called to keep the commands like Moses said, out of gratitude, we are called to remember. Thanksgiving Day will come Thursday. And many of you will celebrate in, in various ways. Whatever way that may be, I pray that you pause and give thanks to God. That you use this as a true time of thanksgiving to remember from whom all blessings flow. Amen.
And now for your leaves. If you don't have a leaf, Martha in the back has one for you. So what we're going to do is, uh, during our final song, as the praise band comes, you have an opportunity to remember, to write what you are grateful for on your leaf. And then as an act of gratitude, if, if the Holy Spirit leads you, you're invited to come to this communion rail and place it on the rail and spend time in prayer, thanking God for your many blessings and remembering in personal relationship with him. Now, if you're worshiping with us online, I invite you to remember by leaving a word of gratitude in the comments so that you can participate in this time of remembrance. Any questions? Okay, well, I'm going to invite the praise band up as we sing together and give thanks to God. And by the way, there's pencils in front of you if you're looking for a, a pencil to write with on your leaf.
you and give you peace. Amen. 